0: Eupatorium, more commonly known as wormwood, is a member of the asteraceae family, but most of us will know this family as just the aster family. Wormwood's most famous family members are daisies, sunflowers, marigolds, and even lettuce. This family is super important to us, as a lot of these plants play huge roles in our food. We'll be talking a lot more about this family, so get used to that name. But, back to our friend Wormwood. Wormwood is native to North Africa and Southern Eurasia, but it's since spread to arid climates across the world. Here in North America, it's most common to see Artemisia growing primarily in arid regions of the north, where soil is a little lighter and drier, but still nutrient-rich. One thing these guys love is nitrogen which makes sense knowing that they put most of their energy into their roots and leaves, and not so much into their flower, which is a little weird when you think about who Wormwood and other artemisia varieties are related to. Wormwood is characterized by its silvery green and lacy yet hairy foliage, a large white taproot, and clusters of yellow flowers. These flowers aren't very pretty, and as they age they kind of just dry up until they give way to seed, which is why most people who do grow this as an ornamental plant are in it for those stunning leaves. As a variety of Artemisia, wormwood is, in part, named for Artemis, the Greek goddess of hunting, who was the protector of the forest, and children. From what I could gather, Artemis and another goddess slowly became synonymous over time, which is why our girl somehow became in charge of so many seemingly unrelated things. And because wormwood was used to ease pains and labor, and even induce it in some cases, they named the plant after Artemis, as it was believed she was aiding the child's journey out of the womb. Additionally, it's believed the plant was also named for the 400 BCE botanist and medical researcher Queen Artemisia II, who studied the plant closely. You may be wondering why this specific variety of Artemisia is called wormwood. And who could blame you? It isn't exactly the most appealing name, after all. The reason it's called wormwood is because our most early recorded use for this stuff was actually to treat parasites and to fend off malaria. In fact, in 1596, Li Shizen recommended a tea made from quinghao specifically to treat malaria symptoms. It reportedly tasted terrible, but really did the trick, so word about the cure spread quickly, while malaria, thankfully, did not. We actually still use wormwood in some forms of medicine to treat malaria, though as of 2019, the World Health Organization officially stated it no longer supported the use of artemisia to treat malaria in any way. As their studies showed, it was simply not as effective as other methods. Well, that was kind of bummer news for wormwood, it still has plenty of other uses throughout history. Wormwood has been used to treat all kinds of other nasty parasites, including intestinal worms, fleas, moths, and even sea dragons which I guess kinda makes sense if you imagine sea dragons as just big, huge, scary worms. The most famous use for wormwood is, of course, absinthe. For those of you who might not know, absinthe, also sometimes referred to as the green fairy, is described as an anise-flavored spirit made from wormwood, anise, fennel, and other culinary herbs. It has a cloudy and slightly green tinge when mixed with ice and water, and is often served with a sugar cube, a slotted spoon, and casually on fire. It tastes a lot like black licorice, so if you enjoy those flavors, or just appreciate a little showmanship and drama in your drinks, you'll like this stuff. One of the things Absinthe is famous for is making the people who drink it trip balls. Or at least it used to be but that whole thing is a little more complicated than you might think. Absinthe has its roots, pun kind of intended, in medicine, as wormwood was commonly mixed with alcohol when it was being used to treat worms. This worked particularly well because wormwood made a person sweaty, made their stomach more acidic, and is a diuretic. So... Basically, it just made them terrible hosts of the worm party in their stomachs. And honestly, alcohol was just kind of a go-to back then for making this stuff more bearable. This medicine slowly worked its way to France, where it was used to help soldiers recover from malaria in the First World War. When soldiers came back, they would really developed a taste for the stuff, so they got to work crafting better and better versions. As it started gaining popularity, it also started getting a lot of attention from the town prudes, who thought people were maybe having a little too much fun drinking it. Their main concern was that people might be getting absolutely trashed when they drink absinthe, and they believed this was because wormwood contains a chemical compound called fujung, which is a known psychoactive compound that can make people hallucinate a bit from time to time but only about as much as marijuana would. However, the rumor quickly blew way out of proportion, with people then claiming absinthe was having terrible impacts on the health and wellness of the people drinking it. Today, we know the only real risk that comes from ingesting absinthe is the same risk that comes with drinking any other form of alcohol. But back then, people were convinced absinthe was terrible and had extremely high levels of thujone. Oftentimes, the symptoms were just disorderly conduct, but some were pretty serious health concerns, which we now know were caused mostly by careless manufacturers adding some pretty gnarly stuff into absinthe to try to cut costs. Unfortunately, these reports and concerns over thujone eventually caused such a stir that multiple countries banned absinthe altogether, The U.S. was one of those countries, banning it in 1912. Absinthe was actually used as a kind of scapegoat here, and ultimately is what brought about Prohibition, as people were so convinced that absinthe, and therefore all other forms of alcohol, were terrible. While Prohibition ended in 1933, the U.S. didn't re-legalize absinthe until 2007, which is pretty recently in the grand scheme of things. While absinthe is legal in many countries again today, the amount of thujone is still carefully monitored and regulated, with all absinthe needing to contain only 10 parts per million in the United States. While we now know that thujone doesn't really have any notable hallucinogenic effects, that didn't make it any less popular with artists, including Edgar Allan Poe, Oscar Wilde, and Vincent Van Gogh. While absinthe is by far the most famous use for wormwood, there are still tons of other things it's used in. Wormwood has been a long-standing ingredient in love spells and in spell work, where it can help with strengthening spiritual connections, protection, and even banishing spirits. In medicinal practices, wormwood is used to aid in digestion, as a dewormer, mostly for animals, and even as an anti-malaria treatment like we touched on earlier. Aside from that, people will often hang sprigs of it in an area they want to keep moths away from and may also use it as a homeopathic treatment for healing insect bites, ulcers, and other skin irritations. As with anything, should you choose to ingest or otherwise use wormwood, do your research while Thujone has been proven to be far less dangerous than we feared in 1912, wormwood can still be toxic in certain doses and uses. Next time you plan on fighting a sea dragon, need a little help with pest control, or are just looking for a good time, I hope you keep wormwood in mind. Depending on where you live, you might even see this plant every day without ever thinking about all the amazing things we've used it for. I hope next time you see it, You stop to say hello and tell it to keep up the good work. If you liked the show, please consider subscribing and leaving us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at rooted.pod. We're on YouTube at rooted.podcast, and check out our website, rootedpod.com for transcripts, updates, and so much more. Thanks for being here, and until next time, be kind to yourselves, be kind to the earth, and just like a plant, drink your water.